welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical, real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you and your life? Let's go. Welcome to our Summer Refresh Challenge. Okay, I know I've been asking you to share this series with your friends. So if you're new to the show and a friend shared it with you, welcome. I'm so happy that you are here. And thank you to everyone who has been sharing the show with all of your friends. Because this series is all about having fun and having a refresh for your summer, almost like a summer camp for us moms. So I'm so glad that you are sharing it with your friends. Now, normally on the show, we are talking with guest experts and learning ways that we can grow in any one of eight areas of life that we talk about. They could be someone talking about our faith or marriage, parenting, career, health, home, finances, or friends or ways that we can have more fun. And we also talk a lot about time management and planning and other tips to help working Christian moms redefine what balance means for their life and actually achieve it. Because here at Your Life Rocks, we believe that balance is possible for everyone. Now, we are taking a little bit of a break from our normal way that we do the show for the Summer Refresh Challenge. So this is a seven-week series, and today is week number two. And it's all about bringing more fun and more joy into your life because, well, it's summer. (laughs) And summer is a great time to refresh and have some fun. Now, you can find additional resources and the exercises that we're going to be talking about on the show and so much more in our free app called Your Life Rocks. And you can learn more about all of the resources that we have by going to yourliferocks.com. But if you don't yet have the app, you can go right into your app store right now. You don't even have to push pause or stop the podcast. It will keep playing if you leave the app that you're listening to it in. So you can go to your app store, search Your Life Rocks and download it that you have everything right at your fingertips. Now, if you already have the app and you are loving it, if you could leave me a review in whatever app store that you use, it would really mean the world to me. Okay, so as we're talking about the seven-week refresh summer series, we talked about it being fun and bringing more joy into your life, and that is certainly my hope and my prayer as we're going throughout the seven weeks together. But let's talk a little bit about the word joy. You know, Christian joy isn't the same as the rest of the world sees the word joy. They see it as happiness and tied to success and other things like that. But I truly love the way that John Piper describes it. And he says, Christian joy is a good feeling in the soul produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the word and in the world. And I just love the way that he describes that because we talk about joy all the time right? We use it all the time. We might read it in scripture, but to really truly understand what joy means, that joy is not necessarily a synonym for happiness, right? It's a different way of being. And I think it's important that we make that distinction as we're talking about this series, bringing more joy into your life, because it's really about a deeper fulfillment. It's about a deeper relationship with God, not necessarily about just making you happy. I mean, it's fun and I hope it makes you happy, but it's really hope that it brings you a deeper sense of joy. And it's this idea of joy that is inspiring this week's focus. Because there are a lot of things out there that can steal our joy, and there's a lot of things that we can do to intentionally plant seeds to help us reap that gift of having more joy in our life. 
And so I know for me, one of the biggest things that can do that are people, the people around us, the people in our lives. I mean, have you ever noticed how draining it can be to be around people that you don't like or people that cause stress or frustration in your life? I mean, it can really quickly steal your joy if you let it. And now you've probably heard me say before that if you focus on something, you're going to end up having more of it. And sometimes when people are getting on our nerves or they're causing stress in our life or really any kind of negative feeling for us, we can't help but dwell on it. And when we dwell on it, we get more of that. And that's how it easily steals our joy. So today we're going to talk about how to turn all of that around by building people up around us. Yep, we're going to be proactive about this so that you can really see those people the way that God sees them and they can no longer steal your joy. In fact, they can actually contribute to your joy. Now, also, when I was thinking about this topic for our series, I immediately thought of Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt talk come out of our mouths, but only such as good for building up as fits the occasion that it might give grace to those who hear. And when I was thinking about that verse, I did a, a quick little Bible search. Whenever I'm trying to study the word or go a little bit deeper on a certain topic, I use different tools. And the tool I happen to be using for this one was openbible.info. It's one of my favorite resources for quick verse lookup or cross-referencing or things like that. And the thing that I really love about the site is at the top, it says, what does the Bible say about? And then you can fill it in. So what does the Bible say about stress? What does the Bible say about balance? What does the Bible say about being a working mom? You can type in literally anything and it will bring stuff up. Obviously, you have to use your own discernment. It's a search engine after all. But, you know, it gives a great study tool to help you dive a little bit deeper and get into the word. And after all, that's really where a lot of the joy comes from, right, is diving into the word and getting to know it. So as I started doing this search and I was searching for Ephesians 4.29 and looking at other verses that would support it, you guys, there are so many verses that talk about building each other up, being there for each other coming together as people, as a church, and doing things for each other to build them up. Like, it's amazing how many verses are in there. And I think that it's not a coincidence, right, that this is what we are called to do. And when we're called to do that, then we have the fruit of the Spirit. And a large part of that is having that joy that we just can't explain, right? At those days that you're just kind of like, I feel pretty good. <laughs> I can't quite explain it. But there's a joy down in my soul. There's a joy in my heart. And if you are focused on building people up, I promise you it's the quickest, easiest way to find that joy. So I want to challenge you. And in fact, I'm going to link to this exact site, exact page that I'm on on this site for building each other up in our additional resources that you'll find in the app. So then that way, I want to just challenge you to go and read them and to dig a little bit deeper and to maybe choose one of these verses. If you're in the Life Balance membership, choose one of these verses for your verse for the week. And really focus in on that and how you can use this idea of building people up across your entire week and everyone that crosses your path. But that's not what the real challenge is for this week. So as we're doing this seven-week challenge, every single week we're going to be talking about a topic and then I'm going to give you an exercise. Now we're keeping these episodes a bit shorter than we normally do. We typically try to keep it under 30 minutes, but we're going even shorter because it's summertime and I want to get you in and out and on your way and really making an impact, right? Because if you're just listening to stuff and you're not actually applying it, 
well, it's, you might as well be listening to music on your way to work or wherever you're going when you're listening to this podcast. But I want you to really be able to turn it off when it's done, sit and think in silence and meditate on it and pray on it and plan your action and how you're going to be taking action on the things that we're talking about during the series. So with that said, let's get into the actual exercise that I want you to do this week. Here's your assignment. I want you to focus on three people that are the closest to you. Now, these might be people that are causing you stress or people that you depend on or people that really are challenging you right now in your life. Now, these aren't necessarily people that you don't like. I mean, it could be a challenging teenager that you have or a spouse that maybe is just causing you stress in the season of life that you're in. It doesn't have to be anything like, oh my gosh, I can't stand these people. These are the people that are around you the most because those are the people that are going to influence you the most and you're going to influence them the most. It could be a boss, could be a coworker, it could be a neighbor, another family member, but pick three people, maybe even three people that you have caught yourself maybe saying or thinking a not so positive thing about in the last week or two and really dial in on those people. Now, once you have thought of who those three people are, I want you to kind of think about them right now. List them out by name. If you're in your car by yourself, say the name out loud so that way you know exactly who it is that you're thinking about, who you're going to be doing this activity with. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you are having your notebook out and you're taking notes, like I know a lot of you do, then you can go ahead and write those names down. All right, so that's step one. Identify your three people. Step number two, I want you to write down as many positive things that you can think about for each person. And I really want you to challenge yourself. Like think about like 10 things, like a lot of things. Because I've met some pretty crazy people in my life. I've interacted with them. But I can tell you, there are positive things for everybody. Sometimes we just need to be able to look past all of the other things and really see it and identify it and shine some light on those positive things that we don't always want to see because they're always foreshadowed by other things that take the the stage or take the forefront, the things that maybe irritate us or stress us out or the things that we're struggling with with those people. Don't list any of the negative things, only the positive things. Now, if you need some help with some thought starters, you can think about the things that they do for you. That's probably the easiest thing to go with is it can be a little bit selfish, but think about the things that they do for you, things that they serve you with, with their talents and their gifts. Which then brings us to another thought. What are their talents and gifts? What are the things that they do really, really well? The things that you can count on them for or other people can count on them for. Now, the things that they're really good at might be some of the things that irritate you, (laughs) but that's okay because it's still a positive. And if it is something that maybe they're really good at, but it does irritate you in one way, shape, or another, reframe it for yourself. And what I mean by reframing it is to cast it in a different light. So for example, this last week, I was really struggling with my teenage son because he was just being a teenager and we were on vacation together and, you know, it should have been like a great time of making a lot of memories and it truly was. It was a great time. I love spending time with my kids, but there were a couple times he was really getting on my nerves. And one of the things that he does that gets on my nerves, we call it parenting our younger son. We jokingly call it parenting, but really he's just being bossy. And he's overstepping his bounds. He's a kid. He's not the parent for his younger brother. I am still the parent. Yet he butts in and tries to be controlling or demanding of his younger brother. 
Now, I can look at it from that negative point of view the way that I do when it kind of drives me crazy. But at the same time, I can reframe that same thing and say, you know what, though? He's being responsible for his younger brother. He's making sure that he's aware of what he's doing and he's guiding him in the right way. I mean, he could be completely checked out from the way his younger brother is behaving, roll his eyes and walk away. But instead, he's trying to help. Instead, he's trying to, you know, shape his younger brother and be an influence in his life, which I do appreciate. As much as it might get on my nerves, it is a positive thing. But I have to reframe it to see it as a positive thing and not a negative thing. Now, if you struggle with any reframing, so if you think, well, this could be a positive, but I just can't reframe it for myself. I can't see it as a positive. Take it off the list. You can find plenty of other positive things, I am sure, about those people. Now, a last little tip to help you if you are really struggling on what those positive things are, I want you to remove yourself from the entire equation and I want you to think about them and the way that God sees them. Now, this is the number one quickest way to get empathy for people I have found is to take away your relationship with them. So if the person you're thinking about is your mom, don't think about them as your mom. Think about them as another woman, another daughter of God who's just trying to get through life and do the things that she needs to do, right? You're going to see her in a whole different light than under the expectation of being your mom or under the expectation of someone being your boss or being your spouse or being your child or being your neighbor or friend or whoever it is that you're picking. Remove the connection that they have with you and just see them the way that God sees them. See them for being someone else in the world. Okay, so once you have, number one, identified the people, number two, identified those positive things about them, now, number three, is to really let that sink in for yourself. It's one thing to write it down, to think about it, to identify it, but to really, truly start to believe it, to really, truly start to see those positive aspects in your life. See the way that it is such a blessing, such a gift to have them in your life because of what they can contribute and for who they are, who God created them to be. And you know what? This is not an easy step. This is not a like, okay, I did that. Check it off. It's done. I recommend that you put them as part of your morning routine prayer time, that you really just pray over them every single morning, that you pray that their giftings and that the way that God would use them in that day to bless other people through the way that God has created them to be really listing out what those positive attributions are that you have thought up for them. And that is such a great way of helping it to sink in, asking God to guide you, asking him to kind of plant those seeds for you about them and to help them be able to live in those giftings each and every single day. Because when you're praying that over them, and then when you start to see that happen, it's just that affirmation again of that is exactly the way that God created them to be. So that's your third step. Number four and your final step is to praise them. Build them up. Let them know what you appreciate about them. Thank them for being who they are. Thank them for doing what they do. If your love language is words of affirmation, this will come really easy for you. If your love language is not that, this might be a little bit of a challenge, but you can still do it. And I'll tell you, if you haven't yet done the first three steps, it's going to seem a little harder to think about going up to this person and letting them know. I mean, honestly, you could send an email, a text message. Obviously, face-to-face is more powerful and more meaningful, but any way that you want to build them up, any way that you want to give them praise is totally fine. But I promise you, it will be easier once you've written down what those things are. Once you have prayed about them, once you have really meditated them on, on that for a couple days, 
I promise you it's going to be so much easier to send them a message just saying, hey, I'm just thinking about you and want to let you know how awesome I think that you are, or I'm so glad you're in my life because of X, Y, and Z. It just becomes so much easier. It might not seem easy now, but I promise you, once you go through the first three steps, it'll be a whole lot simpler. Now, once again, if you are driving or you're doing something where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't remember what those four things are, know that you can get them inside the app. Our summer reset is under the courses section in the app, and it's the very first course that you'll see in there. Now, if you are not yet a Life Balance member, the courses that you'll have access to are this one, of course, the summer reset. You'll also have the summer of awesome, which we went through a couple weeks ago, and you also have access to weekly success planning which is a course all about helping you up-level your prep day. Now, if you are a Life Balance member, you'll have access to all of the other courses that you see in there, plus all of our resources over at yourliferocks.com. Now, I am so excited to hear who you chose to build up this week to truly bless in this amazing way. So pop on over to our Facebook group and share over there who it is that you are building up. And if you didn't share on week one, and don't feel like you can't share now, so share this podcast, share this special series with some of your friends. Most apps have a little share button that you can share via text or social media. You can also take a screenshot and share on Facebook or Instagram and get your friends doing this challenge with you. They can easily catch up and you can be doing it all at the same time. And even if you're not doing it at the same time, it's still going to be very beneficial for everybody. I mean, who doesn't need more joy and happiness and fun this summer, right? I can't wait to have you back next week as we dive into week three of the Summer Refresh Challenge. And until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Just because the episode's over doesn't mean that we have to stop hanging out. Of course, you can follow me over on Instagram at your.life.rocks or hop on over to Facebook, search Your Life Rocks and find our Facebook community. It is full of working Christian moms just like you looking to redefine what balance means in their life and take action to make it so. Now, if you are looking for more, if you are ready to go deeper, to really create the systems to bring more balance into your life and help you clear the chaos, I invite you to join Life Balance Membership. You can go to lifebalancemembership.com to learn more or upgrade right inside of the Your Life Rocks app. You can find that on iTunes or Google Play. Looking for more resources? Head on over to yourliferocks.com.